Apocalypse are back. Mr. 305 Live, Mr. Get Your Pen Ready, the 10th wonder of the world, and the man who got expelled from the old school. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? We're doing great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're great. We're great. We're very polite, too. We're very polite. We like to go, you know, defer to the next. But, you know, it's still summer, by the way. I don't care if it's September. Everyone pretends summer ends on Labor Day. September goes to September 21st. Uh, Yeah, man, that's such such a working stiff mentality, man. It is, bro. Man. Hey, uh, did anybody find out if Marty Jannetty actually killed someone and we got to the bottom of that one. We, so as far as I know, no charges have been <laughs> filed. Um, Hit that buddy good. That's the first time I got rid of a, what? <laughs> the first time. If WWE right. Network was smart, they'd have a show on the network called Marty Janetti Untold Stories. Yeah. <laughs> and just put a camera in but front of them. More importantly, did we ever find out if he had sex with his daughter? Oh my God! Jesus. Good luck, guys. She wasn't my daughter. If there was ever a time to confess to murder, though, I feel like now is the time. Yeah, you know? it would be right after you screwed your daughter. <laughs> no, oh, guys, talking... guys, I screwed my daughter, but you know, I did murder someone. I'm talking in the middle of oh, COVID and back to school and <laughs> election season, True. and and he just goes, yeah. By the way, I, I killed some guy who uh, tried to, you know, give me the sticky. Um... If he confesses to murder, can he also claim he's a Biden supporter? (laughs) Asking for a friend. Is there a statute of limitations on murder? Manslaughter through, again, based on how he phrased it, it sounds like it would be self-defense manslaughter. What would be the statute of limitations there? If the case is still open, I guess you could go for it. Like if it's unsolved, like, you know, they did have a whole show called Cold Case. I mean, if they never found the body, that's a whole nother. They never Jesse, found me. Je- yeah, Jesse's been hanging out. He, I, he think, the body. Uh, I think he hid the body behind the barbershop window. I just My sources are telling me. <laughs> he was trying to go retrieve the body, McMahon. Oh, that's you know what? He, he was confused. He was confused. He didn't kill a person. He killed Shawn Michaels' hairline. <laughs> hey, if he killed Shawn Michaels' hairline in 91, and that thing didn't start receding until 2003... My man's got a hell of a job going. Speaking of Shawn Michaels, did you guys listen to the Jericho show where he was talking to Conrad Thompson about his early career? And uh, he was talking yeah. about the episode where he, he was doink and he, like, attacked uh, Regal. Yeah. And Michaels was backstage and he was, like, completely out of it. He saw Jericho and he goes, oh, man, are you the new doink or something? Don't be <laughs> doink. It's going to kill your career. He's like, no, Shawn, I'm just joint for tonight. He goes... Don't let him do it, kid. It's going to ruin your career. He's like, no, Sean, I swear. It's just for tonight. He goes, don't be doink. Don't be doink. <laughs> so that's, that's actually a, that's a famous Raw. That was right before WrestleMania 17. And Michaels was going to be brought back to interfere and help Triple H against The Undertaker. But he was so screwed up. Triple H ratted him out to Vince. And they didn't talk for like two or three years because of that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's why they had that big match at SummerSlam with him in the jeans and the cowboy boots. That's right. Because uh, they gained each other's trust again. That's right. Yes. And bladed. <laughs> so we bladed. Got a, we've got a fun topic this week. Um, last week was SummerSlam, so John picked out a great topic. 
the worst SummerSlam main events of all time. Our Captain first negativity. SummerSlam our... 2020. All right, at the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you ruined mine. You ruined it. It was all four. That was all four of mine. It's our first rotten Rushmore of the show. Um, Three episodes to go black. I mean, dark. <laughs> rotten Rushmore. Let's, let's not get canceled by nobody. It's rotten Rushmore. I... I meant to say dark. <laughs> oh, yes. Thank you, Pete. Wakanda forever. Um, before we get to that, uh, John, I know you have a new topic for us, to, segment for us this week. Push or bury, kind of like the buy or sell that ESPN does. Yeah. What's your first push or bury for us, John? All right, guys. Uh, hold on. Let me pull up my uh, my document here. All right. So Saturday is all out. Or is it all in? Who knows? Saturday, uh, it's all out. Mox squares off against MJF. MJF seems to be driving the feud, creating great TV after being suppressed over the COVID period. MJF seems to be the favorite for Saturday night. Push or squash him as the champion comes Saturday. Uh, Strap. Push MJF as the champion. Heel as champion is always better, in my opinion. And he's just a more talented performer. He... It might, he's a little young, but this could be like Randy Orton's first run, right? And uh, it'll propel him into superstardom for the next 20 years. So push MJF. All right, Pete Karapatsis, push or sell MJF as the champ. So I want to say push. I want MJF to win the title, but I don't think they're going to pull the trigger this pay-per-view. I think he's going to get squashed tonight or this week. And they will get a second pay-per-view match out of it where he will get his revenge on John Mox. Awesome. And Chris, push or squash? I want to do this to Stephen A. Smith. Peter, you're telling me <laughs> <laughs> that John Moxley is going to squash MJF. I don't want it to happen. I am all for MJF winning the title. I just... I feel like they're not going to do it right away because this fucking Moxley guy who I can't stand anymore. I used to like him, but I don't like him. Uh, he just won, what, number one wrestler of PWI Insider of the Year or something? He got number one in the PWI 500. Which is bullshit. I think Adam Cole should have gotten that this year. But anyway, um, I, I just have a feeling they're going to screw it up. I have a feeling they're going to screw it up. They're going to eat it? Yeah, they're going to eat it. Um, I, I mean, I, I say push, I think it's time to get a non WWE retread as a, as a singles champion. Um, the women's division, unfortunately doesn't matter the way they said it was going to yet. Yet. Um, yet I said, yet you want You want that, you want that division that matter. You put Penelope Ford right on that TV screen. Everyone. Everybody brothers. Yep. Dr. Britt Baker, DDS. Yeah. Yep. But, I mean, the tag they're doing a great job with the tag team division. Um, but, again, think, you're going to have FTR win the tag belts this week. So that's going to be another another WWF team. They need to have MJF when I just have a feeling they're not going to make it happen this week, this year. I mean, not that, this week. Now, the one, the one good thing to having the retreads win the tag titles in a couple of months, we can finally have that dream match, yeah. Brux versus FTR. Right. Let let them be physical for the first time, mm-hmm. and finally let two of the executive vice presidents win the tag titles. Okay. So that's right. 
that's the long con. But that's great. So the question, Chris. Push. <laughs> push. Uh, and, uh, for the record, I am also pushing. I think MJF would make a great champion. Oh, great. And honestly, they didn't use him enough during COVID. When he was in the crowd, he was money. All right. Next topic. Breaking news today from CM Parsi Pi. Uh, NXT may permanently be moved to, to its Tuesday night time slot in USA. The network saying, allegedly, it has no interest in a Wednesday night wrestle war. Push or squash. NXT to Tuesday night. Pete Carapazis. I say WWE is throwing in the towel, Jonathan. They are surrendering like those wimpy French. They're saying, tap out, tap out, tap out. We don't want to. We make a couple extra thousand viewers a week when the AEW isn't on against us. Let's get us on Tuesday so we don't have to compete. It's a sign of weakness. Squash, squash. Squash! All right, Chris Parcella. So I say push. It's the USA Network that wants to move them. It has nothing to do with WWE. Um, I think this is a good way to not divide your audience. I know out of the four of us, only one watches NXT. One doesn't know what NXT or AEW is, and then the other two watch <laughs> AEW. Um <laughs> It's, oh, a good, you, it's, a, okay. it's a good way to not divide your audience. I think I looked at the numbers. NXT did almost 900,000 viewers last night, which is a lot better than they've been doing on Wednesday head-to-head with the better show, up against a better show. I admit that. AEW is consistently a better show. Not every week, but consistently. I think it's a good idea. Put it on Tuesday night. You don't have to rest. You don't have to fight with the new, the new fresh toy out there, the big dog on campus. Push. Awesome. And Justin Strem, push or squash, NXT, Tuesday night, Dynamite. I am pushing this. So pro wrestling, this is going to be a weird analogy, but it's like golf, right? It's a great thing to have on TV in the background. It goes on for hours, but you don't necessarily pay attention to all of it. And so why not have it on every night? If you're not around on a Wednesday night, you know, you don't get to, you don't have to miss both shows. You can throw it on on a Tuesday night. And this will make me tune into NXT more than I have been, which has been zero because I've been watching AEW. So I push it. I'm I will say, it. I will oh. probably wa- – oh, sorry, John. I thought you already talked. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, Pete, I'm the last person. Oh, Pete, I'm the last person to talk because it's my topics. So, yeah, Pete, Pete one, one last rebuttal from you. No, no, no. Go for it. Go for if this it. was around the horn, I'd be taking points off left and right. I hit the mute Um. I am squashing this. This is absolute bullshit. <laughs> there is there is two like I liked wrestling, right? I liked wrestling. What we're seeing today is just an overload of it, it's like too much. You have you can't have too much of anything. It, it, it's like every fucking night there's going to be fucking wrestling. I can't take this. Like this is ridiculous. I I can't this there's a reason why I watch AEW. I can't keep up with WWE. There's a show every day, every hour. Yeah, Listen, too much. Too much. I don't, I don't watch every round of golf either. But if I'm home and it's on, you know, uh, I throw you it on. You watch when you gamble on golf. Well, true, but, <laughs> which is every week. Yeah. So you don't don't feel obligated. That's the thing. Don't, if you miss an episode, it's not a big deal. You just and, 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 and furthermore, re- uh, breaking up a, a bubbling war. This is the best at wrestling was at was when two companies were going at each other's throats 
every week on Monday night until one company really screwed up. This yeah, is like, this, this is their C show going up against AEW's A show. It's it's you know if this was if AEW dropped on Monday nights or Friday nights, I would say okay, but you know NXT is like an afterthought. You're an afterthought. <laughs> After oh, some. That's right, Strim. You are an afterthought. And you know what uh, isn't an afterthought? AEW. I say they've won the Wednesday Night Wars. Ding, ding, ding. Put a nail in NXT's coffin. And whoever, whatever nerd says, oh, it's not the, the uh, inferior brand anymore. Yes, it is. If you get put on NXT, you're being demoted. You're a jobber. You're a loser. You couldn't cut it. Why did Keith Lee get promoted to Raw if NXT was such a big brand? NXT lost. They're losers. They'll never win. And they're done. All right, Chris, 10-second rebuttal. I already admitted that if they do move, NXT lost the war. But they're not losers. Like last night you called Ciampa. Balor and Cole all losers. Bunch of losers. I got it. I was hot at that. Oh, my God. Bunch of jobbers. I'm sick of watching the same four guys wrestle every week. Yeah, I'm sick, I'm sick of watching the nothing. same four guys on my screen on Skype. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait a minute. Oh, oh wrong. Must, right. must be hard to watch uh, Cody and the Young Bucks every week, too. No, because right. there's other right. talent. There's other right. talent to watch. All right, next topic. Hey, Tyler Breeze is the tag champion. Left, right, left, right, baby. Good, good for him. He'll lose it this week. Watch. All right, next, next topic. Yeah, they won last night. Renee Young ended her tenure as a WWE announcer at SummerSlam. Rumors are that Mox's wife is all in and on her way to AEW, where the reporter field seems to be kind of weak. Push or sell, Renee Young at AEW. Chris Parcella. Um, squash. Uh, Renee Young has a professional sports background with TSN. I see her continuing her relationship with Fox from the backstage show that got cut due to COVID. And you could see her on the sidelines of New England Patriots games when they played the NFC this fall. And uh, Renee Young talked to Bill Belichick, and he said nothing. Shrub. Yes. I'm squashing this one. I think that they already have a pretty good commentary lineup, which is, I think, uh, where Renee shined a little bit. And they also have... You know, their ring announcer. Uh, they don't do a lot of backstage interviews, I feel like. They do so, that one goofy asshole with, the, yeah. with his big yeah. ears and his big nose and his, his oversized shirt. Alex Marvis? Yes, Alex Marvis. <laughs> yeah. I just I don't see... Critical of reporting, Alex Marvis. Looks like he rolled out of bed. She she deserves more than that, I think, as a role. Well, so I, I, she deserves more than Mox? No, I didn't say that. You know, I'm not there to judge uh, relationships. If she's happy and in love, then, you know, whatever. But I think that she just doesn't – she's not going to get a spot at the commentary table. And uh, to go back to a backstage interviewer, uh, you know, squash it. And Pete. As much as I love All Elite Wrestling, this would be a step backwards for the star, Renee Young. She is a bigger star than her husband, John Moxley. She'll yes, always be a yes. bigger star than her husband, John Moxley. She will be on Fox or NBC Sports or ESPN or whatever. She's landing a big gig, Trembley. Squash. Squash City. Right. Pete, we're all uh, saying her husband's name wrong. I'm sorry, John. I know it's your turn, but we're supposed to say it like Justin Roberts says it. So if you could next time, just say it correctly. 
Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I am, uh, I'm squashing it. I think she's, uh, like everyone said, she's destined for bigger things. If you think an NFL sideline reporter is a bigger thing. <laughs> I think they picked those people. Oh, Carolyn Mano, you're on the couch this weekend? You want to come down and uh, read an interview someone else did with the coach? Those people don't talk to anyone. All right. And my last topic, because the other three involved AEW, Chris, this one is strictly WWE. Roman Reigns magically reappeared at SummerSlam, aligned himself with Paul Heyman the following week, and won the title on Sunday at Payback. This all seems to be headed for a full-time peel, uh, heel push. I like a peel push. <laughs> Pete, <laughs> push or squash Roman, Roman Reigns working as a heel. This is a massive push, Jonathan. I was so excited to see Paul Heyman sitting on the couch next to Roman Reigns. This has made me excited to watch WWE television again. Something like this gets viewers on the screens. I'm excited to watch SmackDown. SmackDown's been the better show. Push a mile away. I love it. Thank you, President Pete. Uh, Justin Strem, push or squash, heel Roman Reigns. Push, 100%. I mean, he has been played out as the face, right? And people didn't like him as a face. This reminds me of when they turned Seth Rollins and just invigorated the character again. I think it's huge. I mean, the one sad thing I think is there's there's no John Cena right now. There's no prototypical perennial baby face right now for the youngins. Kevin Owens could be that guy if they let him. Yeah. Yeah, but that's still developing and, and he's been a heel many times. So that's my only slight reservation. So maybe I'll dial it back and say 98, 99% push. But it's it's much more interesting than if he just came back and he was like, I'm the big dog and I'm going to Superman punch you. Yeah, yeah. All right, and Chris, push or squash? Roman Reigns, the heel. Push, 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 push. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, is, is there a pregnant woman? Push it real good. Push it real good. Um, I love this. I think it's the best thing that's ever going to happen to this guy after the the shield. Um, the God of Hellfire and I were talking about this, and I had I had an idea on how to make this work a little bit better. So Paul Heyman used to manage the Samoan SWAT team, which yeah. is Roman's dad or his uncle. I forget which. I forget whom is his uncle. His uncle. I I say they use that legacy and have Roman Reigns come out, um, no longer wearing the chest protector, have him come out um, and say something along the lines of, you know, almost like when he announced that he had cancer again. You people know me as Roman Reigns, but my name is Joe and not however you say the last name. And this my is name Paul. is Samoa Joe. <laughs> and this is Paul. And this is Paul Heyman. <laughs> He led my uncle and my dad to greatness, and he's going to do the same to me. Roman Reigns is a cartoon that Vince McMahon tried to shove down your throat. Start going by his real name and and just play as the ultimate, like, you all rejected Roman Reigns. Joe's here to take you all out. I don't think they're going to do that at all. They're not, but... They're going to be like, hey, this is Roman Reigns. is a badass. Fans are going to love it until WWE ruins it, and then we're going to complain that he's a heel, and then we're going to get bored of him. But right now, it's fun. It is funny. Right. I uh, I'm gonna squash it because you guys all pushed it. Okay. All right, and that ends up uh, pushing squash. Yeah. One more, 
One more push or squash. Breaking oh. news. The New England Patriots have released Mohamed Sanu after Good. trading a second-round pick for him last year. Wow. Good. He couldn't, catch, he couldn't catch footballs when uh, – actually, wait, no. I'm blaming – I'm not blaming wide receivers because it was all Tom's fault. He didn't throw them in the right spot. Poor Mohamed. Well, all we heard about was how he was hurt and his ankle hurt and da-da-da-da-da. He was going to be fine this year. Now they just release him straight up? Rest that don't peace. make no sense. Rest in peace, Mohammed. Well, you know what? It's not probably going to be an NFL season anyway this year, so who gives a fuck? Anyway, let's go. Wrong. Wrong. All right. Did so, they um, have any preseason games? Yes. Usually by now they've had four. The preseason <laughs> games don't mean shit. No, they agreed to cut the preseason this year um, because of the shortened time frame. I can't wait to watch football at John Tremley's pool in 30-degree weather. I'm excited. Let's do it. Haters in the mail. All right. New segment for the for this week. Um, I was playing around with this one at work, and I thought it would be a good time. It's called Tyler Black, but he's white. Change that name. Vince McMahon. <laughs> Vince McMahon has a history of changing wrestlers' names when they come into the WWE. Of course, Tyler Black became Seth Rollins. Brian Danielson became Daniel Bryan. And Dean Ambrose, uh, John Moxley became Dean Ambrose. And so on and so on and so on. I picked three of the biggest names to come into WWE and not have them get their name changed. And I'd just like you all to come up with a name that you think Vince McMahon would choose for them instead. I'll start with my favorite joke when I talk about this. I think if Samoa Joe came to the WWE, Vince would have renamed him Polynesian Jeff. <laughs> so Samoa All Joe. Right. Justin. Samoa Joe. I'm going to go. Oh, boy. Um, uh, Asuelo Jamayo. <laughs> Darren Brown. <laughs> John uh, Since he's a commentator uh, Smoking Talking Joe Smoking Talking Joe, alright uh, I'm really um, glad they didn't change his name Those are three terrible those are ter- Hey, Polynesian Jeff is a Vince thing You know Actually, you, uh, you know what I would call him? I would, uh, yeah, I would definitely you got to change his name to something ethnic So I would call him uh, Mohamed Sanu <laughs> <laughs> All right, and one more since that round didn't go so well. I'll only do two. Rename the phenomenal AJ Styles. Ooh. Zach Winters. Ooh. I could I could see that. I could see that on the It's Zach Winters. I would call him Hick Rapper, because he's a hick, but his entrance name is a rap. I would also call him Karen Haircut because he has a Karen haircut. <laughs> I would also call him he sucks because he sucks. <laughs> oh, he's awesome. Oh, yeah, you're awesome. I love AJ Styles. Uh, I feel like a like a Bryce or something like that, you know, like a Bryce Bragoon or something like that. I'm going to say Vince would use the AJ part and just call him Alan James. Oh, they do love the second, like the last name being a first name type thing. So they, that's a good they one. They really do. That's a good one. Alan James makes sense. All right. So that was that. That didn't work so well. Maybe <laughs> next week I'll come up with we're something just, different. We're just not that creative. What can, what can we say? 
Chris, just give us it's... the names ahead of time, and we'll be more creative. Okay. This is harder. This is harder than it sounds to write a WWE show. A punch, <laughs> yeah, punch, maybe, kick. Maybe we're wrong. It's yeah. not that easy. I will say, coming up with a wrestler's name's hard. Like, how do these people come up with these names? Fat yeah. asshole. I'm sorry, it's fat asshole chosen. <laughs> <laughs> but to Jericho's point, the name, once it's out there, it doesn't really mean much anymore. You just think of the person. So he talks about the band being called Fozzy, and he's like, what does it matter what a band name is? And I kind of agree with that. Yeah, but if you name your band Itchy Asshole, it's not going to work. Right, right. right. Well. But it, it just has to be vague enough that nobody has yeah. any idea, you know? Itchy Asshole. Like, <laughs> what, like Green Day. Like, what the hell does that even mean? Oh, I hate that band. That, that's some it's weird a, political, like, left. Was, like, that's, that's something... Uh, man, Washington makes all the green man. You know, yeah, I, love how, I love how they're a punk band, but they're more political than most freaking I think bands it was, are. I think Green Day is actually a weed reference. Might be. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. What was their first album? Dookie? Is that, yeah. is that a thing? That's either their first or the second, yeah. Yeah, they suck. All right. <laughs> I like Dookie. Day. Dookie's like their only good album. I'll give yeah. them that. Dookie, Dookie was before they became rich and political. And, right, right, right. Before yeah. they made American Idiot. And they were like, right. We don't, we don't like this country. Money, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah. I did, I did um, give in to peer pressure and had tickets to their Fenway show, but it was more so I could see Weezer in some 41. Weezer's great. Um, Weezer uh, is great. A young John Tremblay used to love Dookie. He used to I think Dookie... Know, Dookie was a phenomenal phenomenal album. Actually, I I, I own three copies of the follow-up, uh, Green Day Insomnia, because I had a tape version in my tape machine from 1977, mm. ate my tape, oh. um, and then I bought another tape, and that got ruined. So, guys, I went digital, and I bought the CD. Nice. And now, and, I, know and now I just click on my Apple Music, and I can listen to it and delete it whenever I want. Yeah. Excellent. And you know something? Here's a fun fact. John Tremblay called a young man named Justin Strem and said, hey, do you want to go to a Green Day concert, the Lowell Auditorium? Me and Doogie Jim Devine are going to go. <laughs> and I said yes, and it was my first concert I ever saw. Really? Oh, and here's another fun fact about that day. I walked in to find Justin Strem with a pillow over his face, uh, yeah. but, no, but no hooker was there, so I assumed oh. that he wasn't trying to kill himself. <laughs> no, I took a nap after school. I was very tired. Was he doing the Highlander? There can only be one. There can only be one. Uh, I don't know what that means, that, but that's I'm sure one of those if you get, Google it. If, that's one of those if you get it, you get it things. All right, so let's get to it. The Rotten Rushmore. Worst, rotten. Rotten Rushmore. Worst four SummerSlam main events of all time. Uh, John, this was your list, so we'll let you be the main event on them. Uh, oh, made a uh, So, uh, Pete, what's uh, what's your first? My first one is goes back to 1993, where a WWF champion Yokozuna fought a whippersnapper named Lex Luger. Yeah, that's my number four as well. Uh, very very dull match. Um, you had Lex doing the Lex Express leading up to it. They were doing everything in their power to make Lex the next Hulk Hogan, which just didn't work. Um, 
They should have made the match when Lex body slammed Yokozuna on the uh, the big ship there. What was that fucking called? The USS something or other. Intrepid. Uh, Intrepid. They, they did. No, no, that should have been the match. That should have been the saying. match. That should have been the match. That should have like, been the that match. Was, that Think was the most exciting part of that feud. Think about how cool SummerSlam should have been on an aircraft carrier this year, for Christ's sakes. They said they were doing that, but it never happened. They tried. I interrupted, though. I apologize. Please continue. That's okay. That's all I got. It was oh, yeah. a very dull match. No one gave How about shit. the ending? How about the ending? Um, it's the no. most important part. <laughs> how did it end? He won by countout, and he yeah. celebrated. And he did yeah. win the belt, and the fans went up. It this wasn't just any celebration. It was like it was like Trump on November fourth, like balloons <laughs> falling. Yeah. He didn't win the title. He didn't win the title. title, but he acted like he was like God. He he acted like he won everything. So it was it was kind of like on like a on a on a sitcom where like they ex, like they they expect the the woman to. Say yes to a proposal, and the whole family's in on them. They're gonna drop balloons and everything, and she says no, and they're like, oh, oh well. He gave him the Bret Hart treatment after WrestleMania 10, but he got counted out. <laughs> yeah. oh, he won by count up, but he didn't. He won get by the count title. up. Yeah, yeah, you know what? It yeah, it it made no sense. No. Strum, did this make your list? This, of course, was on my list. This was uh my I guess second to last or third ranked whatever but uh yes of course this is terrible you you end your main event on a count out that's something you do in uh in like the first round of wrestlemania 4 as an example they tried to do it at 27 the rock had no he wasn't gonna let that happen yeah yep this made my mount rushmore of course terrible i remember (laughs) I remember, so we, it was 93, so we were like nine years old, and I remember being so excited for Lex. Yes. You know, he body slammed Yokozuna, and, you know, you didn't have, we didn't have the internet or anything back then, so you couldn't, like, <laughs> go online and find out if the Lex Express was going to be at your mall. Right. So that whole summer, whenever we went to the old Pheasant Lane Mall up in Nashua, I was like, is Lex Express here? Like, I would get so excited. 93, we were still Mark Marks, and we didn't know what the score was. And I was so excited for Lex Luger to become the WWF champion. And it was a giant turd when he won by countout. I was like, oh. oh." That just tells me it was a classic Vince McMahon rewrite. That was, like, probably one of the first big McMahon. Day of, of, Vince rolled over on the wrong side of the fence and says, oh, the hell with it. This was... You don't send one of your main, your new guys that you're going to make the guy, the face of your company, cross travel cross country for a summer. You 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 have him. You have the fans on his side when he body slams that, that piece of shit on the ship. <laughs> and then you don't deliver the day of the match. Right. I, I don't want to get political, but this is the best uh, comparison I can think of. This would be like if... Hillary Clinton celebrated. So the celebration is what kills me. It'd be like if she celebrated winning the popular vote, but then was still not president. If, yeah. if, if they yeah. shot confetti and, well, and she cried. Strem, you and, are getting political because this really happened. <laughs> <laughs> but she didn't celebrate like like Lex Luger. So, so she stay on Twitter. She still she still bitches about it. Crows. So so to tie to the political. So is Lex. To tie to the political. Um, the bus audio with. 
Trump saying, grab it by the, you know what, yeah. and getting body slammed if, and keeping the title but losing by count out is Trump winning the election. If, if WWE was smart, if, if WWE was smart, they would hire Lex Luger back and just do a quick thing and bring up the Lex Express and then say, oh, Lex, we found some hidden audio of you. <laughs> oh, man, that Luna Vachon. Oh, <laughs> French oh. kiss her under the ground. <laughs> oh, oh, come on. <laughs> I need to bring poor Luna into this. I think this... the best thing um, that came out of, out of the Lex Express uh, slash the non-victory victory was um, the American flag parachute pants. Yes. If someone's wondering what I am looking for for Christmas this year, um, you know, cheer me up after you know these long months of this 15 days to stop the spread. Um, you can get a pair of those. Um, probably I could probably squeeze into a two X. It's parachute pants. They're wide. So, uh, yeah. Into a 2X. You can jump off the roof into them. Hold them open. <laughs> parachute pants. There's plenty of room. So there there was one other really great thing that came out of this. Um, I just told you it was the fucking pants. <laughs> no no no. Hold on. Long long before he. Came out with his rap album. Randy Savage made a Lex Express rap with Men on a Mission. Oh yeah. That's Oscar. You gotta YouTube it. It's it's a great wow. it's a great terrible music video and the Macho Man raps. I oh, I love we'll get it. Get to the Macho Man part. That's what body great. slam heard round the world from London to L.A. That's an line. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. He, he met see, MC Hammer parachute pants. It all ties together. That's right. Christmas 2020. Yep. We're reading really able. Oh, I loved it. I, I challenge it. if we have any listeners, please pants. Bobby Silva, if you're listening. <laughs> I'm sure the God of Thunder has a pair of those Lex Express American flag pants. I'm willing to bet everything I own on that. Really? Not, like Rex... the, not the parachute style, but right. like... The Rex like Kondo. The yeah. Rex Kondo pants. I'm pretty sure Jerry has a pair of those. <laughs> That's because he's a real American. So that made everybody's list. Or everybody's mountain. So, uh, Strem, what's your next one? We'll jump to you because we all had that one. Yeah, so my, my last one on it is from 1991. It is Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior versus, the, you know, the Middle East stable. Sergeant Slaughter, Colonel Mustafa, and General Adnan. And, I mean, the reason is these are three washed up people that they were trying to pass off as monster heels, right? The match itself was brutal. It's it's five guys that really can't work that great. And the only saving grace, I think, in this match is that the legendary 
tweener, Sid, was a guest referee for this whole match. Other than that, it was so predictable and so... I mean, I get the whole American... Uh, the uh, Peace in the Middle East thing. I get where they were coming from. The match itself, I mean... Gag me with a spoon. Five workers that really aren't that great. As much as I love Hogan and Warrior and Slaughter. But, uh, uh, what about Sheiky Baby? And Sheiky, 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 Sheiky Baby. Baby. Well, I love the Sheik, but, uh, you know, this was Sheik when he was, like, you know, 50 yeah. years old or whatever he was. And, and by the way, not even being Iron Sheik. He just was... Uh, Go to Mustafa. Right. He couldn't work at this point. So, anyway, it's more from a work rate. I get the storyline. I love Sid as a referee, and then also sticking his head through the curtain when there were people were cheering for him. So my favorite favorite part of SummerSlam '91. Um, but uh, <laughs> other than that, it's pretty bad. That was the match made in heaven, and the match made. Right. Right. By the way, there's a lot of matches to pick from. I, oh yeah, a lot of bad summer slams. There were some bad main events. Who would have thought it's like the WrestleMania of the summer? And I always thought it should be like when the heel got its like because obviously the baby face usually comes out on top at SummerSlam. I think SummerSlam should be like the WrestleMania for heels. Set the tone for the fall, you know, hitting yeah. into the uh, the Rumble season, and then you know WrestleMania just kind of like even it out. But whatever. Who am I? To some guy with a white T-shirt on a podcast on a Wednesday you night. You some guy trading a couple options. And, oh know. my God, Strem! The the market giveth, the market taketh away. You know. Zoom 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 to the moon and then home. Yeah, well you're H- gonna know. H O M E H O M E tanks it today. Yeah. There goes all my money. <laughs> oh no. You gotta know when oh. when to cut. Did this make anyone else's list or? What, what Zoom versus uh, Hogan and the Hogan and the Warrior versus the tri- the it Triangle of Terror? It, uh, I believe, I'm, like I'm a sucker for country versus country angle. Yeah. One thing Vince loves America, Strem. You yeah. can't get away from that. Wave a flag with Hulk Hogan on it. I'm in. Listen, I love America too. I'm just saying the match sucked. Look, man, <laughs> you put you put someone into those America parachute pants. I'm fucking. You know that ah. match is gold. <laughs> This this one didn't make my list either. Um, so I'll I'll go next. My next one is from 1994. The Undertaker versus the Undertaker. Oh man! How could you hate that? How could you hate that? Of course you did. This you match Was that really the main event? Technically, Macho Man got married at that. No, Macho Man got married at the Hulk Hogan one. Oh, it was the Hulk about. Hogan one. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. So yeah. this match was The Undertaker versus Ted DiBiase's Undertaker, which yeah. was primetime Brian Lee in bad makeup. It went eight minutes and 57 seconds. Yeah. I, always think, I always think the main event should kind of go for a while, especially when you've got a guy mm-hmm. like The Undertaker who can work. Um, Owen Hart and his less talented brother Brett wrestled in the greatest match in SummerSlam history right oh, yeah. before this. 32, it went 32-22 in the cage. Um, funny how when Brett goes 35 minutes, he's not apologizing for making the main event cut a little time. That's interesting, isn't it? Um, he nice saved us. Nice shirt, Streb. He saved us. Did you want to see another nine minutes of Undertaker versus fake Undertaker? Oh, I, I, thought, one, I thought that was a fantastic one not, match. Am I the one that's shelling out fucking gear? This is fucking... 
Left, right, left, right. Uh, I got the inner circle rep today. Repping the inner circle. So yeah. I got the I, I got the I came home from work, took a shit, and d- jumped on a Zoom call. <laughs> so I yeah I hated this match. Um, and the problem one of the big problems was, you know, this was the time where there there was Monday Night Raw and there was superstars, but there really wasn't a whole lot more. They brought out this fake Undertaker to do matches for Dark a lot. And I went to two Raws. AEW Dark? (laughs) No, Dark matches. I went to two separate Raws on the lead-up to this SummerSlam, and I got to see the Undertaker in action. And you could tell it wasn't him, and he was terrible. Were you thoroughly entertained? I would have been. Yeah. What's better than one Undertaker? Two Undertakers. Undertakers. I remember renting this WrestleMania at Superstar Video, and I... Thoroughly enjoyed it. We watched it. Yep, you and me watched it. I remember. I remember. We used to watch those, and I don't give a, I don't give a shit how <laughs> bad you all think it is. Yep. Pete and I thought these were like the greatest things of all time. Every match. That's what well, I. Also... That's what I miss about today's product. The internet and all these little whiny bitches, including us. <laughs> we're the worst of them. We ruin it ruins it. Back then, me and John, a couple innocent young men, just enjoyed it, and we allowed them to tell us stories. A couple chubby, it. a couple chubby boys eating yeah. nachos with fake cheese. Oh, so get, good. Yeah, guys, cancer. The nostalgia is too strong in some cases. Like WrestleMania nine, this match stunk. It is on my Mount Rushmore. It was you know, my I, number I'm gonna two. I'm going to watch this match right after this podcast. It was my number two. No, stunk yep. and it stank. And then, yeah, I don't know. Who, Ted DiBiase had the other Undertaker or whatever it was. Or I, I don't know. It so doesn't even story, know. It you don't even sense. know. You hate, it, you hate what you don't know. Uh, John, Dwight, John and I loved it. Uh, you know, DiBiase brought the Undertaker into the WWE. He had gone away for a little while. Um, you know, He was being selfish, didn't want to work WrestleMania 10. So he lost the casket match. This was his big return, and it was a turd in a punch bowl. No, no. You're watching one of the greatest performers of all time face Ryan Lee. himself. This did is. The, did you hear the crowd in that match? They were fucking they, on fire. The two yeah. performers yeah, they were on fire each they other. Perfect. Owen Hart wrestled for 33 minutes. There was no coming down from that, even if he's wrestling that greasy-haired rat. <laughs> even if he's going to kick your leg out of your leg. <laughs> kick your leg out of your leg. All right. John, what's your next one? My next one is uh, Diesel versus Mabel. In oh, that was mine as well. I had that, that should be, that should be your that number one Washington, no, of course. That was my number two as well. That was, my, that was actually my three. Oh, three. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was my three. Sorry. I um, have my second pick. Yeah, I, Chris, I, 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 in in the vein of your saying it, it's uh, Diesel wins in nine minutes. Like there's really no match. Um, I mean the build up to it, awful. I mean this wasn't even, I mean this wasn't even the biggest match that year. And was this the match where uh, uh, Diesel told Mabel he goes, oh look my back's hurting me. He goes, don't, don't go don't too do rough when you sit on it. And he on sat him. on his fucking back, and I, I, think, I love the way he tells me, he goes, because that fucker sat on my back, because I want to get up and punch him in the mouth. You can hear Diesel swearing yeah. as he sits and breaks his body. This is the worst main event in SummerSlam history. This is, well, and think about this, this is 
in boxing, if you have two heavyweights going at it, you love it because they like they wear easy and they they start throwing punches and it's real. It doesn't translate to wrestling. Whenever there's two big guys going at it, it's I know the match is going to be slow, dull, and boring. The only yeah. exception is Diesel versus Undertaker, WrestleMania 12, where they just kept they kept Irish whipping each other into the turnbuckles, yeah. and it it looked like two giants <laughs> going at it. But a match like this, Mabel, Viscera, sexual chocolate. No, that's not sexual chocolate. <laughs> uh, what was he? Uh, yeah, they're all the same. Oh, they're all the same. Big Daddy V, the world's largest love machine. He's in that new movie, Tenet. He's not in anything. He's dead. Trying to line up listener run-in, so. But yes, so now we we've now covered my entire Mount Rushmore, by the way. Oh, good. Well, we've only done we've only done three picks. <laughs> no, we've done my fourth, and then everybody else. Oh, you're so my predictable. List. You're so predictable. These and by the way, what a stretch between my entire Mount Rushmore is between 91 through 95. Yes, it, it but it's fitting because that is the. Those are lean years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. All right, so uh, Pete, are we ready for your next one? I think you are. All right. So going back to when John said SummerSlam is the pay-per-view for the baby face. Whoa, excuse us. Simmer down. Wait, clap when you hear my pick, pal. It's killing him down. <laughs> um, we're gonna go to 2010. Goddamn right. To the Staples Center. Amen, brother. All right, you had the hottest angle show up, okay? Kurt. Kurt. Called the Nexus. And then you squashed them quicker than you could say boo. All right? John Cena decided to bury seven other talents in one night and put himself over because he's a selfish prick. And, uh, you know... Vince McMahon wanted a happy ending, just like John mentions. He has those happy endings in SummerSlam. Well, I hope you were happy, Vince, because you murdered an angle that could have been great. The Nexus versus John Cena and his pals. John Cena. Yeah! <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken, I think Edge and Chris Jericho tried to uh, convince Cena not to do it. Well, yeah, but C- you know- Cena had to not only make himself win, but he had to make two guys tap out, too. <laughs> yeah. John, did this make your list, too? This was my number one, because it, all the other ones were just innocent, suck-bag matches. This one, like, ruined the direction of a company. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, this this was, this was topped out my list, too. This, Jesus Christ. I mean, now, to be fair, it didn't kill seven careers, because... David Otonga, Michael Tarver, Darren Young. Yeah. Uh, but All right. Oh, yeah, you say that cause why do you say that I mean, about Darren Young? But I don't think Wade Barrett ever really recovered either. No, no I'm, brother. I'm saying some of those guys had a ceiling to begin with. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, no, I mean, it definitely killed It killed Wade Barrett. It killed Heath Slater, um, Skip Sheffield, Justin Gabriel. It really it buried – I mean, Darren Young tapped out 42 seconds into the match. And then three minutes later, Michael Tarver got pinned by John Morrison. So in four minutes, two of the guys are gone. Um, Yeah, I mean, they had Bret Hart in this match, which is another reason it was dog shit. Um, Wow. Skip Sheffield, pinned by Edge. David Otunga submits to Chris Jericho. 
They had everybody, Slater, taps to Daniel Bryan. Everyone got beat cleanly in the middle of the ring. According to Edge and Jericho, the original finish saw Wade Barrett um, pin John Cena. I'm, I'm sorry, saw John Cena get counted out. So not even beat, but counted out. And then um, Jericho... We, we call it Lex Luger. He would Luger, yes. Thank you. He would Luger. And then Jericho and Edge would get pinned by Barrett to end the match. Cena right. refused, saying fuck? it would make him look weak and insisted on making Dwayne, uh, Dwayne Wade, Wade Barrett tap out. Wade Sorry, Wade. I am a heater plane. Um, and insisted to make Barrett tap out. The yeah. next night, each member on Raw, each member of the Nexus wrestled a member of Team Cena. Not Team WWE, but Team Cena. Team Cena. Nexus won every match, except Cena beat Darren Young by submission. Of course he did. John Cena killed the killed seven talents the Nexus, in one in one swoop. Think about the Nexus, right? It's they're trying to do it again with retribution, and it's like I'm just waiting for Survivor Series for them to ruin it again. It, it's like, oh. It sounds like retribution might be a Raw only thing now with now that Roman's back, which makes sense because they're not gonna. Uh, it doesn't make sense. It's the same building. <laughs> it's the same goddamn building. <laughs> No, but to not, to attack the SmackDown roster doesn't make sense. They've got a they've got a big time heel there now with, yeah. with Roman. Uh, I, All right, so who's got uh, who's got matches left on their list? I, I got I have, one. I got one. All right, John, let's hear it. 1990 Ultimate Warrior versus Ricky Rude. What? Really? Yep. A ten minute match. Wow. It's Rick Rude. I love Rick Rude. Not a main eventer, not a world Whoa. title scene guy, and yeah, this is 1990, Whoa. and Hogan is on the card, and he's not in the main event. You can't do that. You just can't do that. And it's just like another 10-minute friggin' main event match. Warrior climbs out of the cage, and we never hear from Rick Rude again. I it, it's this like, was, uh... oh, sorry, go ahead. It's just, it's, a... just it's, not, it's it's not a classic match it's a 10 minute warrior kicks the shot rick rude it's like i thought rick rude made warrior look like a million bucks in this match i thought it was probably the warrior's best wrestling match as far as a technical perspective you're wrong you've been wrong this also <laughs> gave us the moment when warrior climbed the outside of the cage and started shaking it like a yeah, complete main iconic. there are so what? many bad main events uh, that could a, be on this list over this. This isn't a main event. It shouldn't be there. I vehemently disagree, John. Warrior Trudy. had five good matches in that's his career. That's one of them. And that's Wrestle, one of them. WrestleMania six with Hulk. WrestleMania seven with Savage. WrestleMania five. SummerSlam '89. SummerSlam '91. A uh, ninety. All with Rick Rude. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Yeah. I I'm just very disappointed in you, John Tremblay. Is all I can say. I'm not I mad, hate you. <laughs> yeah, I'm no. shocked at that one. I thought that's a. I thought that was a fun match. I thought no, Rick Rude. I mean, it's not sad. you know when you're a kid and you don't know about like guys making other guys look good in the match. I thought this match was so fun and and exciting. And the well, Ultimate sure. Warrior. I mean, come on, if a, su- a legitimate superhero in the ring. I'm not gonna listen to a guy who just played a video game for ten hours through the night. God damn! Where's your sense? What's your sense of direction in life? I had to just prove a point to Chris that it wasn't the game he thought it was. Oh my god! So, 
So you spent. How are you awake right now? (laughs) So that that was a pure spite buy. Yeah. Well, no, I was curious, and I was like, I was just mad. I was mad because they tell you it's an Avengers game, and you're this fucking bitch for ninety percent of it. Why the fuck do I want to be Kamala Khan? Who the fuck is Kamala Khan? I was expecting Marvel Ultimate Alliance, the old game where you played as like four of them at once. That would have been fine. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna test the waters with the um, online mode soon. That's why. See what that's like. Apparently, this game is more about the multiplayer than the story campaign. Okay. I bet you. I bet you. 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 You're supposed to make your own friggin' character and take it online. No. 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 Not even. You're Kamala. Harris. Khan. Kamala. Pete, you got one left on your list, I believe. One. All right. We're going to go all the way to 1998. SummerSlam. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus, yeah, that's right, another Undertaker match yeah. on the list. Yeah. Um, It should have been the best match, but Steve Austin got his bell rang early. Much like Undertaker did in that Lesnar match at WrestleMania. And just shit hit the fan all the way downhill after that. Yeah. Uh, not a very good match. Uh, I don't think Austin and Undertaker really ever had chemistry. I think even Austin admits they never really had chemistry in the ring together. God, that's how I'm the only ones allowed to look good. Yeah. So, uh, not a fun match. Not a good match. Very, very, very lame. Sad. It probably made tons of money for them, but... Yeah, just in terms good. of the mystique... But he talks about they talk about this when Stone Cold just interviewed him on you know the WWE Network yeah. and Stone Cold That's talks the about broken dis- skull sessions broken skull sessions brother and he was disappointed in it because he got his he got concussed and it's actually on my list of considered I say concussed Stone Cold versus Undertaker yeah. so I get it I get it it just didn't live up to what it could have uh, been. I, I don't think they've ever had a good match, though. Have they ever had a good match together? I'm not sure they have. They had that many matches one-on-one. A lot, yeah. a lot of their one-on-one matches also had some bit of external factor that kind of took away from the match. Um, at that uh, 99, they had a match for the title at o- the night Owen died. Like, yeah. And no, nobody, nobody really cared about the main event after the horrible tragedy. Like, right. they, they, they had a lot of one-on-one matches that were just kind of like, oh, what are we gonna do now? Um, and it was also the Attitude Era where every storyline was interwoven and every match, well, not every match, I'm being an asshole there. Most matches had at least one run-in. You know what I mean? Like, oh, here comes Mankind, here comes the Corporation, here comes Kane. Like, yeah. They, yeah. They didn't get the chance, like Michaels and Austin a few months prior, to just have a pure one-on-one match with no externals getting in the way of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, I, I get it. I just think that there's so many other bad <laughs> SummerSlam main events. Just just in terms of cachet alone, that's why I left it on. I left it off my list. But... So yeah, so give us some of your um your your dishonorable mentions there, Stremsky. So uh, I'm disqualifying, by the way, if we talk about the last match of the evening, the two Money in the Bank cash-ins in 2011 and 2013. Um, you know, they're only they're both matches less than 10 seconds. Alberto Del Rio beat CM Punk in 2011 in five seconds, 
And then in 2013, Randy Orton, at the behest of Triple H, defeated Daniel Bryan in eight seconds. But a couple others that I'll throw out there. From SummerSlam 89, as much as I love Zeus, Zeus. Hogan and Beefcake versus Macho Man and Zeus, uh, similar to the Hogan Warrior versus the Triad of Terror or whatever the hell it was, just just not well worked. I'm sorry. 96. Well, I, I, I want to respectfully disagree with that because whenever you've got Heel Savage and yeah. Sherry at their prime bump and feed best. What does my uh, sister have to do with this? Not that, <laughs> Sherry. She um, likes pools. Hey, I, thank I, God she still has a better pool than you, right? <laughs> I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed that. I mean, again, Beefcake and Zeus can pound sand. But whenever Hulk, Savage, and Zeus and the... Um, Elizabeth, uh, Hulk, Savage, and Sherry were in the ring. I was yeah. thoroughly entertained with that. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you went, I agree. went to Bar Harbor for 24 hours and said it was a great vacation. Bitch. <laughs> I agree. Oh and then this, I I wanted to talk about this oh. doesn't belong, but I I also but I called it out because we've talked about this a lot actually lately. The '96 main event, Shawn Michaels versus Vader. When no, he, I, almost, I almost put that one on. Yeah, list. when he punts Vader in the head over and over <laughs> again, when HBK was just at his worst, and I'm I not thought about that. On. I thought about that, but I don't know. I, you know what? The part where he kicks Vader in the head for real really made me look. Can I? <laughs> can I? Can I? Can I put something out to you? Sure. Now, if you can watch that match, <laughs> not knowing. That piece know. about it's a screw up and like Michaels is kicking him in the head like because yeah. he's breaking kayfabe and he's mad at him. Yeah, that's a great friggin' match. Yeah, yeah. yeah Vader's like, a great worker and obviously Mike uh, Michaels is too. So hey I man, think, don't be so, doink. Don't let him make you doink. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I know what you're saying, Chris. It was a long match too. Like they they worked a solid twenty something minutes. It had three finishes, so um, right. <laughs> no, the uh, that was the summer that actually I, I really got into wrestling, and I remember it was the year that um, it was the the Olympics, and they go, well, you should put pro wrestling in the Olympics, and they had a commercial with Vader, and he was on the podium. Uh, but I remember the night of yeah. SummerSlam, I, I I was almost begging my father to buy it, uh, but he wouldn't. He goes, that's that stuff's crap, and. Uh, uh, George, yeah. you and I got to watch a lot of pay-per-views together. Yeah, on tape later on. Um, we watched King of the Ring and uh, Buried Alive and yeah. WrestleMania 13. <laughs> but I think uh, no, we didn't. Ten times. No, Pete, I called uh, WrestleMania 13. I called you and you go, oh, yeah, my father and I are watching it. I didn't oh. get to fight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Pete, typical Pete. WrestleMania 14. 14, yeah. We should have gone to that one. Why did we not think go to that? The biggest regret, I'm a big Shawn Michaels fan, is I think Vader should have won the title at that SummerSlam and that Michaels should have got it back at like the Royal Rumble. It was like... Why did Vader like ultimately never get a title match after that? It was actually because... Because Shawn Michaels kicked him in the head. Yeah, like... <laughs> it sounded like they lost faith in him after that. I Vader, think he couldn't he couldn't keep up with well, I mean I don't want to say he couldn't keep up with Sean but like he was out of shape yeah, he screwed he up that bad. spot and so he wasn't the Vader in WCW right that's right he wasn't Big Van Vader he wasn't the Vader also had some 
he just had some bad luck. Let's be honest. Like he screwed up the spot. Like who, who hasn't, right? And then, and then he fights with fucking Paul Orndorff of all people and gets in a, you know, war behind the scenes. So, listen, I, I'm not gonna sit here and be the biggest world, the, the world's biggest Vader fan, but uh, you know, it, it could have worked out a lot better for him because he was a great worker. He also had a bit of a. Um... A legal problem around that time. Let me see if I can find it real quick, because it almost cost him his career. Undertaker and Vader would have been a good WrestleMania match. Yeah. Yeah, it would have. In 97, they were in Kuwait in April of 97, and the talk show host asked Vader if wrestling was fake. Vader flipped over a table and grabbed him by the tie and um, started asking him, is this and faked and he gave him the old Dr. Death. Yeah. Yep. And he was detained in Kuwait for two weeks. Um, oh. And then he got fined by the WWE. Imagine being stuck in that hellhole for two weeks. Why should they should have given him a bonus? He was oh. kayfaving. A boner? A bonus. Oh, oh. sorry, I couldn't hear. Strem. He was fined one hundred and sixty-four dollars. <laughs> Yeah, the bigger punishment was he had to live in Kuwait for two weeks. Yeah, I, you, I think I that's bet. why it was. It was. I mean, he got arrested, so he had to get in trouble. But Vince was like, "Hey, pal, you went to jail for me. A yeah. hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah you know, Vince yeah, paid his was, legal fees and all that shit. That's probably the cost of the table. Hundred sixty-four bucks. He was kayfaving, and you know what? It was just a modified quarantine. If, if you think about it, it was, <laughs> it was the first to quarantine. That, that's a great point. So I will mention one other main event. And it might raise some eyebrows, but many of us, many of us, if not all of us, were there. Oh, how dare you? 2005. Six. Hulk Hogan versus Shawn Michaels. None of us were there. That was in Washington, D.C. You were there? No. That was in in Washington, D.C., brother. Oh, that's right. Hogan faced 2006 was in Boston. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. None of us were there. You're saying Hogan. Uh, Summer Summer Slam matches ever. You say Hogan, Hogan Michaels? Michael I Hogan love Hogan. Was awesome. Michaels. No, it was it was pissant, over the oh, top yeah. selling. That's the guy in a pink shirt with Bret Hart on it. It, it was Shawn Michaels being a little Amazing. baby. No, I he was. Fu- fuck you. He was <laughs> a little baby bitch. You know what? He didn't want to do the job. Hey, no, 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 no. If I could splash this water in your face, I Go ahead. Spray I would. Spray your screen. If you <laughs> if you were to care to listen to um friend that doesn't know they're a friend of the show, Conrad Thompson and Bruce Pritchard, they talked about this last week. I listened I to it on my way to, to the show. Uh, at freeshows.com. I've had it for a week and a half. Um <laughs> The original plan was a series of three matches. Yes. Hulk goes over. Sean goes over. Cage match. They bring back Old Blue. Hulk wins a bloodbath to take the series. The day of... Vince Nixon. See, I hear Hulk did the old... I think I only got one in me, brother. So I heard they both wanted three matches, but Vince... Saw how personal it was getting throughout the whole rivalry up leading up to the match, and he didn't want it to go for a match. No, I don't think so. That doesn't sound right. Uh, you think Vince has shied away from personal controversy? We just had Jeff Hardy pretending to be drunk. <laughs> That's true. You got a point. Maybe oh, my yeah. God. Vince was worried they couldn't work, and, and 
by the way, Hulk really couldn't. Oh, Hulk, Hulk oh but, 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 but Shawn Michaels still had to sell for him? You you just bust your whole argument right there. When you say Hulk can't work, but Sean should have sold for him. Fuck yeah, you. Sean didn't need to oversell for him. And like, oversell? Get, that, that was a classic Hulk Hogan Brit, match. Go back Brit, and watch some bumps. Richard also said that everything Sean would bring up, Hogan would say, that doesn't work for me, brother. So Sean being Sean said everything Hogan brought up was like, well, that doesn't work for me either, brother. And they just couldn't, couldn't uh, I don't think they trusted each other. No. So then Sean went oh, out and made really. Hogan look like a million bucks. Shawn Michaels no. did something so genius that I don't even think Stren realizes it. He insulted Hulk Hogan the whole match by overselling, but he also made Hulk Hogan look like a million dollars at the same time because of the overselling. I'm yeah. a, a true wrong. professional. Strem showed me this match. I don't know. If we, we were watching it live. I think we were watching it afterwards. And I remember he was just going crazy for yeah. Shawn Michaels overselling. He just couldn't take it. He couldn't take it. But if he goes back and watches any of his old school wrestling, like 1985 through 1991, that's all these guys did, Strem. It was just a throwback match. You no, don't understand wrestling. That is not true. Yeah, look, yeah, I, know, I, I know you're a little rusty. Stand up and fall back down again. Oh, re- watch, watch The Rock take a Stone Cold Stunner. Have you heard of a fella named Ric Flair? <laughs> Okay, Ric Flair was that's that was his shtick. Shawn Michaels didn't do that. Oh, oh so it has to be shtick. It was so ridiculous and so transparent. I'll it's, give you that. It was almost as ridiculous as supposing to get married on Mother's Day weekend, <laughs> <laughs> and then a pandemic hits the nation. But in all seriousness, go back and watch the greatest of all time, The Rock, take a stunner. Yes. So, I don't know. I'm going to watch that match after I watch Undertaker versus Undertaker tonight. No, you're not. You're going to watch Dynamite for the next two hours, and then you're going to go to bed. No, I'm going to watch Dynamite, and then I'm going to watch um, Undertaker uh, Nick, what's his name, Sam Adonis, and the blueprint, Matt Morgan, talk about it after. Ah. You should watch that podcast, Chris. You'd like it. I'll Rick, check it out. Yes, it's good. Matt Morgan's one of those guys that... I like Matt Morgan. just didn't good. work for some reason, and he had everything. It just he, didn't work. He talks about it very honestly. Like, he'll, he'll, he'll admit, like... Some new, um, some new Rusev quotes came out today, actually, that I found interesting. Oh, yeah? He was asked if he was mad at WWE for cutting him and all that business. Uh-huh. Um, let me pull up the quote real quick. Rusev uh, was in Bulgaria on vacation <laughs> recently. How did, he, how did he pull that one off? He's from Bulgaria, so he's, he can probably just go there. So When they signed me, they never said they're going to push me. They never said, hey, you signed this contract back in FCW. We're going to push you to the moon. They didn't have to do any of that. I had so much fun the entire time there. We all have frustrating times in our life, but I'm pretty sure everybody has a frustrating time wherever they work. But when you think about it, if I was not there, I would never have met CJ, which is Lana's real name. And that alone, it just gives me good feelings just thinking about that. If nothing else, just that. I know my wife, and there's more. that's more than enough. And on top of that, I lived my dream. I traveled the world and all of that. There's nothing to be sour about. You just got to move on, man. And I'm happy. I'm not miserable at all. I was happy the day I got fired. I'm happy still, and I'll be happy tomorrow. Well so, said. Well said from someone that has to say nice things because his wife still works. No, anyway. no, no, no. Well Hold said. on. 
John Moxley said plenty of bad right. things, and his wife was still there. Yeah, John Moxley doesn't love his wife. He's selfish. That's why. He and what a, what a lesson from Rusev, by the way. Count your blessings instead of your complaints every day. I will say though, I love Rusev. Listen to me, brother. Like You're gonna count your blessings and take your vitamins. And and say and your jump prayers. Jump around after you take a leg drop, brother. And don't let that motherfucker I, oversell. I enjoy Rusev. I think he's a nice man, and I watch his YouTube channel where he tells stories about his time in WWE. It's very fun. He'll be back. I like Pete because he has this time to watch all this. Because he's awake for 24 7. <laughs> awake 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Weeks. I had a lot of catch up time. Oh my God. I've, been, I've been watching Tremors and just like really weird old 90s horror sci fi movies lately. So much fun. Cobra yeah. Kai, baby. Gotta watch you gotta, it. Chris, you gotta save it. There's a big uh, Hollywood. Uh, there's gonna be like eight months of nothing. Like nothing's gonna come out. Really? They're all in. They're all in fucking uh, hey. quarantine. Nothing's filming. Well, Halloween Joe, kills in 2021. We have the WWE Network where we can watch no. classic people. That's why, guys, we gotta get this show live on the internet. You know, we gotta clean up our act, and people will watch this because there's gonna be nothing on TV. Yeah, Strem, you yeah. gotta cut cut out the racial jokes, all right? Yeah, Strem, 2020, already... man, BLM, brother. Well, listen, I uh, I have the markings down here. Uh, <laughs> I've been but, behaving lately. You've you good. You've been good. And, you're, uh, you're fucking tired. Delusional <laughs> <laughs> from playing a stupid video game all fucking night. <laughs> I have to say, too, um, the caller running segment, it didn't line up time-wise. Oh, it was like God. he missed his cue like Papa Shango at WrestleMania 8. We've been, fucking, we, we've been stalling for like 30 minutes now to have this asshole call in, whoever it is. Uh, you know no. what I'm going to say to them out loud? You're not on my show, brother. It's all about timing here. we got a strict schedule. We've never do- gone off topic. We've never overrun. And this asshole was supposed to do a call or running. I don't want to. You're banned. You're banned I, from listening to my show. I can do another fake one if you want. I, you know, I can jump something up. Oh, my God. The fake call was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, so let's just to recap. Well, Strim thinks of a fake call. Our <laughs> our our uh, consensus Rushmore with four votes. We've got 1993 Lex Luger and Yokozuna. 1995 Diesel versus Mabel, also with four votes. With three votes, Team Cena versus the Nexus at 2010 SummerSlam, and with two votes, Taker versus Taker SummerSlam '94. Yeah. I think that's fair. And by the yeah. way, what I didn't mention for the for the Cena, I'm not Cena, Team WWE versus Nexus. I mean, Survivor Series is another two months away. Like, what are you doing? Just do it there. You're going to have a seven-on-seven elimination match. What the hell are you doing well, that at SummerSlam? Didn't they for? have another match with those same guys in Survivor Series? Or no? I don't know. Who cares? I'm just, they, they already blew their wad. They yeah. did. They blew that. Um, yeah, you could have had the Nexus look strong for three more months, and then you could have done the same result then. Absolutely. And you would have made money out of it. Yep. Does anybody have a topic in mind for the next episode? Yeah. Yes. Where's for WrestleMania main event? <laughs> All right, let's do it. That's for WrestleMania. No, we'll save that. We'll save that for WrestleMania. All right, you know what? How about, um, how about the, best, the four best steel cage matches? Ooh. Now, 
Steel cage, not war games, not Hell in a Cell. No, steel cage. Steel cage, traditional steel cage match. Wow, I, I like that. Put Warrior Rick Rude as number one. On my <laughs> that's list. well, you know what? That's what inspired me to think of that. Just, like, just to damn. confuse all of you, just to keep you all guessing. What's John Tremblay thinking? <laughs> well. I'll tell I, can, you. I can already say I know one surefire steel cage match that's going to make everybody's list. Oh, yeah. Well, we talked about it today. So. That's right. Yeah. World World War II. Okay. <laughs> E-Kong Bundy versus uh, Hulk Hogan. WrestleMania II. <laughs> if, huh. if we could get the clip about Michael Scott talking about the steel cage match. Steel cage match is great. Two men enter, and they don't leave until there's a resolution. <laughs> <laughs> Two men enter. One man leave. Oh, you can't, I'm, bring, I'm, you can't bring up Thunderdome, Strem. I'm pretty excited for the sudden death uh, finals next week on NXT. Adam Cole, Bay Bay versus so Finn Balor. So it's in all seriousness, I watched the match. Okay. I didn't. I, I was playing Marvel's Avengers. I thought it was very good. Pete, when did you have time to watch the match? John, I haven't <laughs> slept in over 24 hours. Oh, my so, God. Pete, I liked it strictly because it was the first time that they ever had a Fatal 4-Way Ironman match. And instead of doing an overtime period that night, they found a way to get an extra viewer number out of it and have the Again, two best. Here's my problem. These asshole fans on the internet ruin everything. <laughs> I think I got more mad that it was spoiled than... Like, if I was watching it live and it happened, like, oh, that's pretty cool. Right. Again, fans have to just ruin everything in wrestling now. Now, it's to so be funny. fair, I didn't have to read the spoiler. I told I you there the was answer. a spoiler, but I didn't tell you what it was. I would, until... You know what? I wouldn't have watched if you didn't tell me, though. So, in a okay. way, like, I don't know. Now, let's also say, with all due respect to Massachusetts' own Tommaso Ciampa, if I were to tell you, Hey, it ended in a tie, and Champ is going to wrestle Gargano for the belt next week. Yeah, it's horrible. There would have been a problem. I'm sure Johnny Gargano's a nice guy. He's a cruiserweight. Stay so in who, your lane. It's it's Champa and Balor next week. It's Cole and Balor. All right, Balor's going to win. He should. I think Balor should win and have the undisputed era turn on Cole during the match, and Balor takes over the. the Ooh. Stadium. That's not bad. Wouldn't that be good? good. And then you get Cole to be your babyface since you were trying to do that anyway already. Right. And that way you can keep Undisputed Era at heels. Ooh. Ooh. I need to put a pillow somewhere. I, right? That's good, <laughs> right? That's good. I, oh, I like that. Pete, I it, like it's that. Good, that's why it won't happen. Right. Hey, but I, think, I think that would be awesome. It's funny. The Undisputed Era, look at us. We never get off topic. The Undisputed Era, in its three years of existence, that has only goddamn shown... That caller running has, has had two hours now to give us a call. Has <laughs> only had dissension once, and it went away really quickly. Yeah. They've been they've been a solid foursome for two and a half, three years. There's not been one... Um, I was going to... Hmm, one, one blemish, one break. What better way to shock the world? Exactly, exactly. Um, shit, that's, yeah, I like, I like that idea. You know what? I think they might do it, too. Oh, phone's ringing. Oh, who could it be? Uh, Hello? Hello? Yes, this is Mrs. Garapatsis. <laughs> Mom? Is, is Peter there? Andy? Yeah, Mom, I'm right here. 
Peter, did you have fun at the prom? <laughs> yeah, that was like 20 years ago, 25 oh. years ago. Wonder where yeah. she mom. Uh, well, can you pick me up? Because you don't drive, I need a ride home. No, I don't even exist. <laughs> Is this really my mom? Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah, mom. What's for dinner? Stroganoff. <laughs> what? Did you say stroking off, Mrs. Ted? <laughs> That's terrible. Beef stroking off. Beef, who's stroking off? Beef stroking off? I have so much to tell you. I got married. Oh, <laughs> Is she Greek? No. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I should love you. Thanks. Mrs. K, oh, she I is white, you. though. Oh, so? Oh, Mom, Mom, mark that down. <laughs> You're going to have to edit that later, Mom. <laughs> it's okay, she won't listen. <laughs> <laughs> also, you should not be staying up till 6 a.m. playing the video game. It's been, it's been, it's been since 8 p.m. last night at this point. I haven't slept oh. at all. <laughs> oh, my God. You need to go to sleep. Yeah, I need to go to bed. Well, I'm all out of English words, so I have to go now. Hey, all right. is, is Mr. K there, too? Bye. All right, oh. bye, Mom. Yeah, I am, you fag. That was the first thing he ever said to me when he found out I was part of the wrestling conversations. Oh, yeah, that's what he calls everyone. Nice to meet you, sir. Oh, you're one of those wrestling fags, too? Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, you know he loves you. Wow, that I can't believe my mom called me from 1999. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, 1999? Did you was your prom when you were a freshman? Oh, sorry, 2002. He went go. to a lot of proms. He was very popular back I in the did. day. Yeah, Jim, Jimmy's catered all of them. <laughs> oh, happy birthday to uh, Pete's prom date, Katie Neville. He went two for two with her. Teach him area? No. No. It was just an easy yes. Happy birthday. Oh, that's why she asked you? <laughs> Happy that's birthday what? to Darren Brown's best friend. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, we doing birthday shout outs? Happy yeah. birthday to the woman that would actually acknowledge Darren Brown in his life. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Oh, things got out of control. We shouldn't have done Listen to Run In. I love Listen to Run In. Happy birthday to Faye Chronopolis. It'll probably be her birthday by the time oh, this gets published on, on 9 11. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. It'll probably Listen be published by then. Job, I love how Tripley remembers my sister's birthday yeah. because it's on 9 11. <laughs> Things stick with you. I mean, what yeah. else happened that day? Um, Hulk Hogan kicked down the tower. Oh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are the funniest That's the day, That's the day uh, Hulk Hogan oh, destroyed the Twin Towers. Those are the funniest <laughs> goddamn <laughs> in the world. Oh my god, they're so wrong. So funny. I mean, in all seriousness, you wake up that day. It's your birthday. You're planning out your day. You're going to work. You're going to school. And everything seems fine. And then all of a sudden, you'd like watch the news and you go, shit. I remember after school that day, everyone's paranoid. I'm scared. There's helicopters in the air. Like, this, everything's just weird. My dad goes, let's go to BJ's. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny because, you know, I, I, I worked at Grassfields that day. Oh. I, they, my boss said, yeah, you can come in. It'll probably be a dead 
night. And I said, ooh, poor choice of words. Yeah. And then um, she goes, you're probably get out early. So I sat there and I hosted, and more fucking people came in. Mm. And it just oh my that god! Give a shit less. About I got. Yes. I got to say, people of Andover could care less. That's how yeah. you know. That's how you know Tony's a great American. The country was a cra- attacked. Stimulate the economy. We're going to Berkeley and Jensen's. Yeah, we bought like hey. ten packs of Poland Spring water that day. Let's see. Right. I like it. So that's a good one. Last last piece for me is: Did I leave anybody out? From the neck brace Mount Rushmore. Oh my God, that was amazing. The mini Rushmore. I think you, I think you nailed it, my man. Yeah. For those of you, for our listener out there, go to our <laughs> Facebook page. Justin put up a great little, uh, little image um, using our Rushmore cut and paste that we do of the top four neck brace performances in wrestling <laughs> history. It's, it's been a pet Specifically, project, Justin's. Yes. Yeah, I'm big on uh, fake disabilities in wrestling, if you can't tell, in terms of wheelchairs, neck braces. You're a big uh, fan of uh, Tourette's guy, so, I mean, it fits. I, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got to be faker than that to be a fake Tourette's guy. <laughs> so, if you if you disagree, I thought Sloan's uh, point about – I actually tried to find a Vince – uh, neck brace one. I thought he was in one when he was in the wheelchair, but I couldn't I find just, one. I just found one. Um, oh. If you Google Google search WWE neck brace, there's one of Vince <laughs> yelling yelling at somebody. Um, <laughs> hold on. No, you know what, guys? I'm I gotta I gotta I gotta outvote Justin here. Can I do a share screen so you guys can see what sure. the yep. ultimate? This is the ultimate neck brace. Um, ba, 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 where to go? Other considerations, by the way, while you're sharing that, were AJ Lee, which was okay. legit, but she made it work. Oh, oh my oh, God. That's oh. great. Right? JBL's JBL in a neck brace that's and amazing. a halo with his cowboy hat on top of it. That's <laughs> That's got to be great. the winner. Yeah. That might need to just bump off either Stephanie or even Zack Ryder, dare I say it. Now, best. Yeah. Best utilization of a neck brace in wrestling, which is different. Anthony Durante, the pit bull, um, broke his neck legitimately, had the halo and everything, went on ECW TV, and Shane Douglas shook him to the ground by holding on to the halo. Um, that's, <laughs> with a, he had a legitimate broken neck, too. So, that, I mean, that's an honorable mention. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm telling you guys, listen, I know Strem doesn't know uh, much about wrestling anymore, (laughs) but you have to watch the Dark Order segments on Being the Elite. Oh my god, they're so funny. They're so funny. The short guy, the short guy's hilarious. It's funny what a name change will do for a a character and Pete's desire to watch him. Brody Lee's good. I, I, I will fully admit I am so, I was so wrong about Brody Lee. I know I'm wrong about a lot of but things. You know what, Chris? I had that tapped correctly. This is why WWE, they screw up so bad. Man. Just let these people be themselves. If, I mean, Brody Lee's being Vince. Well, yeah. then let it be Vince. It's right. so good. It's I so think, good. I think if they didn't start, and again, part of it is him and Rowan's fault for a number of injuries. Yeah. I think if they just committed to the three of them being the Wyatt family, 
Yeah. It, it, it could have worked really well. Like, they could have dominated the shitty tag team scene and Bray, with Bray on top. It could have worked. I don't know, but whatever, you know, what they're doing now on being the league is freaking great. It's hilarious. And on TV, they're making Dark Order more legitimate now. Yes. So, you got to give them credit. Yeah, they, they, it was a, it was a stumble. It was a WCW faction for a little while. Yeah. But it's, it's starting to gain legs. Strength, just do yourself a favor. Put on the last being the elite or the one before that and just, you're going to laugh. I'm going to buy six lawnmowers. Yeah, what are you going to do with your million dollar chili bucks? (laughs) The, uh, the dark, not the dark order. The best friends are currently wrestling against, uh, Santana. Oh, no spoilers. Yeah, yeah, don't spoil it. I'm going to start watching. I just said they're wrestling. Yeah, spoiler! Yeah, I don't know <laughs> who's wrestling right now. Like, they don't give up the card. Ahead. Oh, wait, they do. Is, uh, is Anna J wrestling tonight? Not yet. Oh. All right, boys, I think that's going to wrap it up. Well, this was a lovely time, gentlemen. Lovely time. If you're around, I'm planning on watching All Out on the big screen outside I, with the I fire may, pit. I may take you up on that. I'll let you know later in the week. Yep. All right, let me know in advance, because if no one's coming... It's a whole different setup. I'm not going to go outside and watch. I'm, I'm a strong maybe right now. Strong. All right. <laughs> all right. Keep me posted. It's Saturday night. Watch all out. Support professional wrestling, folks. Yeah, baby. That's I mean, you're weird. listening to the four of us talk about wrestling for an hour and a half. You're supporting professional wrestling, so. Yeah. Cue the Rougeos, baby. Yes. Cue those all-American boys. <laughs>